Fearscape Media Network. Exploring the unknown, one podcast at a time. Hello, dear friends. Welcome to another terrifying episode of Mysteries of the Dark, the greatest horror podcast in the history of horror podcasting. As always, we're beaming directly to you from nowhere, a suburb of parts unknown. I'm your co-mister, the man with no name, Layup Plain. <laughs> oh, God. Hold it out of your head, Mr. Lord Stefan Gearhart. Shut up, Lance. Lance, 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 Lance. We need to talk. I have just been to the village. Well, of course, Stefan, this is a podcast. It would be pretty stupid of us to just play dead air for an hour. No, 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 Lance, I mean, we really need to talk. Again, yes, we are here to discuss the 2002 film May in a little segment we like to call Lest We Forget where we discuss films we feel go unnoticed and need to be re-examined. No, shit! Listen to me, you little shit! I've just been to the village! Word around town is... He's back! Uh, The man behind the mask? No, you idiot! Stephen Chad Coulter! Stephen Chad Coulter? Yes, and some of the villagers told me he's making it his top priority to pay us! A visit! I got <laughs> uh, Dear friends, I suppose some backstory is in order. Uh, Stephen Chad Coulter was a boy who made it a point to make me and Stefan's life a living hell throughout our school years. <laughs> he made me eat my Lisa Frank binder! <laughs> you! You! You got off easy. He shoved my Tickle Me Barnabas Collins doll up my ass. 
that's right. Hey, how did you ever end up getting that out anyway? That's not important. Now, how are we going to deal with the problem at hand? Um, uh, oh, 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 huh, I got it. Good man, Stefan. You're always there. What's the plan? The plan is to cower in fear and await our inevitable doom. All right, we're talking about the film May. It's oh, 2002 yes. American psychological horror film written and directed by Lucky McGee, uh, though he was lucky. not too lucky uh, with the box office on this one. But <laughs> No, 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 no. But uh, who, who listens to the box office? That's why it's a lest we forget episode. Right. And this was his uh, directorial debut. There's only yeah. like one other film that I've seen of his really. And that was that um, Tales from Halloween or whatever it was. Yeah, that's I I, I ended up because uh, that a, a name like that kind of sticks with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, what, what, I wonder if I've seen anything else. And I really I have I, there's there's been I looked at his filmography and there's been films that uh, I've kind of just heard of in passing, but nothing I've ever sat down and watched. Yeah. Uh, if there's one thing this movie did for me was remind me that Jeremy Sisto used to be somebody. <laughs> what? The Jeremy Sisto used to be somebody. I was like, oh, yeah, Jeremy Sisto, the guy that she's in love with. Like, oh, yeah. I, I see. I didn't even know his name. I wrote down. the. I forgot Florida. all about that, dude forgot all yeah. about that dude uh, he's in like some co- he's in like some cop show or something now or yeah. one of those shows or something who knows i don't know well this movie follows a young a lonely young woman played by angela bettis um traumatized by a difficult childhood which we'll get into and her increasingly desperate attempts to connect with the people around her is the is the quickness there on that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, um, and I just want to add, uh, before we really get into it, uh, this was a film that I, I well, I, I really just wanted to use this as an excuse to rewatch it because this is a film I used to watch constantly as a lonely, angsty teenager. <laughs> I, I'll be and honest with you. I'd I, never even heard of it till you told me. About really? It. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And even uh, at some point, I don't have it anymore, thank God. But I even like wrote like a song slash poem about it like i said don't don't be saying oh where, where is it because i i man that thing's lost to the ages oh, I, I wish mean. you had it oh i wish you had it <laughs> i would make you read it um i i gotta say though i i i really loved this film i loved it it was so just cheesy and great and and heartfelt at the same time. Yeah, um, yeah. I really, really liked it. Um, I'm surprised it does not have a huge cult following. Me too, because I remember, you know, you 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 made the comment about the box office or whatever. Mm-hmm. I I well, I think I think I read it open, only opened in like maybe twelve theaters. It was a limited release because I remember it being straight to DVD, and I remember all the websites back in the day, and you know the the magazine the fangorias and the website you know like bloody disgusting or whatever mm-hmm. everybody was everybody on you know in the, the horror circle or whatever you want to call it were crazy about it yeah uh one I, of the guys from bloody D- disgusting called it the best halloween movie of all time 
I don't know about that because <laughs> I don't really. I, I mean, I, I I completely forgot that whole scene that took place. And I, when I think of May, I don't think of Halloween. I just think of yeah. I don't know, but uh, yeah. And I I mean, I remember there be even be random kids in school all the way in a you know in my civilian life, uh, Taylorsville, Kentucky. Like even a few kids would be like, "Hey, have you seen May?" So. Yeah, again, so I would have been in college and I again, I'm surprised I uh, that was I was in the heat of horror at that moment. Yeah, so yeah. Surprised I missed this. Um, but just a reminder, uh, spoiler alert, we're going to spoil yeah. the entire film. So if you haven't watched this movie and you don't like being spoiled, stop this now. Go watch the movie. It's on Tubi TV for free um, yep. and you can watch it. Uh, and then come back. We'll still be here when you come back. And it's also like Stefan said, it's also been out since 2002. So yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> really, you're bad. Um, so you Angela know. Bettis, I just want to start off by saying, where is she and why is she not in more movies? I, exactly. That's exactly what I said, because I remember uh, and you may have look, uh, looked this up yourself. She was in. A maid. The, the the other big thing she did, she was in a made-for-TV version of uh, Carrie. Do you remember that? I think no. it was on NBC. Which, what, oddly, I found out because I used to watch that. I I saw that before I saw uh, like the Sissy Spacek Carrie because they play really? on sci-fi all the yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah, television film for Carrie. I've never. I'm gonna have to check that out. And it was also get this is this is something I found out fairly recently. It was also supposed it was also kind of like a pilot. Mm -hmm. They wanted to make a TV series out of Carrie. Really? Yeah, they wanted to have her like uh, go like you know be kind of a drifter and like visit kids. Each episode, she would visit another kid who down. has like psychic powers. I'd be down. So it's like Knight Rider, dude, where she just shows up in a small town and saves or corrupts the day, one or the other. Yeah, yeah. She was she was supposed to be kind of like an anti-hero. I I only knew her. The only thing I'd ever seen her in was Girl Interrupted, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> what is she? What is she in that? She's I, who is she, she plays Janet. She's just one of the wackadoodles. So, <laughs> but totally. She's all that scarred. I I don't remember. It's been a minute since I've seen that yeah um but yeah so i'm all about seeing her and she's been in a lot of stuff um and apparently she was in sinister but her scenes were deleted and i'm like oh man put her back i want to see her in that so but she, was in something, she was in something fairly recently i want to say where she was like a she played like a nurse i don't know but she's in something called ghosts of the ozarks that looks kind of I, cool. I don't 12 know. hour shift. Oh, 12 hour shift. I bet I you that's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she plays a drug addicted nurse involved yeah. in black market organ trading scheme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she's in it with yeah. David Arquette. So, yeah. I think they, no, that's another movie. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, I think McFoley's in that movie, but I think I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, uh, so let's get cracking talking about this movie, man. Um, yep. I really, really, like I said, really enjoyed it. So spoiler alert, uh, we both like this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, but May, she's a woman, she's in her mid twenties and she suffered in her childhood due to the craziest ass lazy eye I've ever seen yeah. in my entire yeah. life. 
Um, which well, let's not skim past. Man, this is something I completely forgot about. Freaking the first scene of the entire. Well, it's one of those movies that shows you the ending first. Yes, yes, then, but. That I I completely forgot about that, and it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, because that, it starts the eye gouge scream. Yeah, the eye gouge scream. It starts out with the energy, like you said, but then you forget about it. Yeah, you do because yeah. the movie you, you get so pulled into May's life and her character that you completely forget that the movie opened with this crazy ass yeah stuff. Like yeah, <laughs> um, but she doesn't have very many social interactions. Her only true friend is a glass encased doll named Susie that her mother had and gave to her for her birthday with the adage, if you can't find a friend, you make one. That is that is one of the most I even wrote down birthday scene. Depressing. Mm-hmm. So that, that, depressing. Oh, that scene, oh, that scene hit me for some reason. Her mom just getting mad at her for uh I, I guess I guess she she unwrapped the gift wrong. I don't know. Yeah, says, her mom was weird. Yeah, yeah. And just the fact that she's not allowed to take the doll out of the case is super weird. Yeah. It kept I, making you wonder. It kept making you wonder if that doll was going to come to life. If this was going to be a puppet master type film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, I, yeah, I'm really interested in your perspectives. Could you be in somebody who's never seen it? So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not surprised you probably thought that because mm-hmm. you probably went into it. You probably went into it not reading anything about it. Didn't oh, you? no, didn't read a thing. Yeah. About it. Yeah. So you could have thought it would be, be a killer doll. Maybe. All, all I know is that I was inundated with iMovies because um, I watched this and then I was like, oh, I want to watch an old like 70s movie. And I found this movie called Mansion of the Doomed. And um, it's all, <laughs> I highly recommend it. It was actually really good. It's got a young Lance Hendrickson in it. And oh. uh, it's about this, this dot, this eye doctor and uh, this eye surgeon and his daughter gets into a car accident and goes blind. And so he then feels like he can do eye replacements. And so he is just kidnapping people left and right and stealing their eyes, dude. It's Lance here. Well, Lance is his partner doctor and his daughter's like fiance, dude. And he's the first one to lose his eyes, dude. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. (laughs) And then he keeps them all in this jail cell in his basement, dude. And so you just got all these people with gouged out eyes trying to like break free. It's really good. It's surprisingly really, really good. Um, But yeah, I watched these two movies like back to back unintentionally. Didn't know that either one of them had to do with eyes. <laughs> mansion of that's, the that's a hell of a, that's mansion a hell of a double feature yeah there's two or three people in the movie you'll recognize mm, i'll check it out yeah it's, it's pretty good it's on tubi and amazon and freebie or some shit i don't know uh mansion yeah, of the about Doom. a million of them um oddly enough uh i will say this one of the film editors i wanted to say point this out was uh young ryan johnson the guy that directed uh the last jedi no kidding mm-hmm. on May. Mm-hmm. oh wow yep I, I did not i did not know that yep uh so may works as a veterinarian's assistant to the craziest guy uh the craziest vet um and uh, her... yeah i, I want to i want to ask this real quick is the vet is he the guy from bow rat the like Bo, I don't, you know i don't know I, I swear he reminded me of him uh let me see because i got him yes it is sure is the guy I from borat wow good call dude 
good call. <laughs> He's hilarious, dude. I love everybody in this movie. Um, yeah. But we'll get to my favorite uh, here in a second. Um, so she works as a vet's assistant. Uh, her optometrist fixes her lazy eye by giving her glasses and then giving her contact lenses, which make no sense to me on the contact lenses, but whatever. Um, I don't understand yeah. how the contact lens pulls that eyeball out, but it does. Yeah. Um, and may becomes friends uh, with Adam, a guy that she's been stalking. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't say it here in the description, but um, she, she, she is. She's been stalking him for for a couple days before she, she becomes friends with him. She is the most adorable stalker in the world. Oh my if you god! Had pick, if you had to pick a stalker, I would pick her. Oh, I, mean, I know. I think, it goes, I think it goes without saying she was one of my little uh, high school crushes. Yeah. Well, she's got no, a fixation on his hands, thinking he has yeah. the most attractive part of him is his hands because he's a mechanic this is jeremy sisto who does not have attractive hands he's got gorilla hands so but to each their own to, <laughs> God, each, their own, to each their own but the best jeremy, part I'm, jeremy he's saying all of this i'm sorry <laughs> the best part though is when she follows his ass to the coffee shop and just sits there and stares at him all day in a hot little number like hoping to be seen by him. Oh, when she's she got... prances bomb and stuff. Oh yeah, she's prancing by because she's got her contacts in and all kinds of stuff, and he doesn't notice her. Oh yes, the same. I even himself. wrote. I even wrote, and I never do. For one, I never write OMG. <laughs> and uh, but I wrote OMG. Her trying to get his attention, and then this is something I definitely never do. I drew a little smiley face because <laughs> I thought it was the most adorable thing i'd ever seen in my oh, life well then him falling asleep and her walking over there and feeling his hand all up and putting her face on his hand like so she that's could weird <laughs> that's odd. Uh, yeah that true stalker but, fashion true stalker yeah. fashion um but uh regardless uh they eventually start dating they become friends and start dating but my favorite part is Anna Ferris as is, her lesbian is, colleague yeah. Polly? Anna Ferris is is a gem. She is a true American gem, and she needs to be highlighted for this film because this is, is this is my yeah, I mean, I, I, my favorite role she's ever done is the aggressive lesbian Polly. Yeah. <laughs> I even I even wrote, man. I said Anna Ferris is really funny in this movie. Oh, she, she's hilarious. She's hot. She's a tra- yeah, like yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. She's just all of the above. Like she is fantastic, man. Um, and she is obviously flirting with May from oh, yeah, the get go. Yeah. And May is not noticing this. Even I picked up oh, yeah. early on. Um, but the best was uh, one day May remarked that Polly had a beautiful neck like <laughs> yeah yeah and then like she catches may cutting herself and she's like oh does that feel good i want to do it too because you well, do yeah in uh this um if you think i need help please tell me but uh, i wrote scalpel scene kind of hot <laughs> i know i know. I, I, I mean i i i don't know i got weird because i thought it was really gross at first but then when she came in and started doing it i was like Hmm. Oh my. 
I don't know, but she is constantly trying to find ways to hook up with her to the point where she even gives May her pet cat Lupe to watch. Like, so she has an excuse to come over and check on Lupe. Yeah. She said her apartment, they're not allowed to have cats anymore or something yeah. uh, along those lines. But if you recall, she's interested in Adam and her and Adam decide to kind of start dating. Um, and so May invites Adam over to her apartment uh, and Adam shows her a film that he made for his university titled Jack and Jill, which is the weirdest. Yeah. Uh, and this is this is where immediately I hated Adam. He's into all kinds of weird, weird, weird stuff. And the second May acts weird, he gets weirded out. Yeah. And I'm like, so you're yeah, not into weird can- stuff. You're just a shower. Can we can I can we also bring up like because I find it to be like uh not really one of the biggest moments in the film, but I mean, it does sort of play out. Uh, he get, he gets her to start smoking. Oh, yeah. What a weird... I forgot all about that. What a weird yeah. thing for the writer and director, whoever, to do was smoking. Smoking was such a weird thing. But yeah, and he's like totally pushing her to smoke. All the while they're watching the yeah. blind kids playing in the park, don't forget, which shows up later. Yeah. Uh um, well, and it just it here here's a, you know, with along with the OMG and the smiley face, this is something else you never hear me say quite often, but how odd, you know, she smokes in the most odd way possible. <laughs> like she just looks completely awkward doing it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of it kind of uh triggered me. Because I had an ex-girlfriend that, like, she smoked, and she smoked the same way. And you've heard me talk about this ex-girlfriend, not on the show. I was already going to ask. Yeah, 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 it was that girl. And, like, (laughs) so I kind of had some, like, flashbacks and, yeah, yeah, because you all needed to know that. So, Like, what a weird thing. Now, I could understand associating adam with smoking just by smelling a cigarette because scent is is huge right yeah so i could that but yeah like wanting to smoke and um things like that i think think it's a symbol of uh because yeah may is i mean may starting right off the bat of this film she is weird and awkward but she's also in a way she's pure yeah, well, Very two innocent. things. Yeah, I was going to say pure and innocent, but as well as willing to do whatever it takes to connect with someone. Yeah. And I think, I think, yeah, I mean, I think the smoking is just like, it's kind of a sim. She's becoming, for lack of a better term, she's like becoming unclean. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. She's being kind of perverted in some way. Yeah. I could see that. Um, well, back to the film Jack and Jill. The film reveals a story of two young lovers who go on a picnic and then end up eating each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, I, what, what, uh, how else do you explain it? I mean, really cool avant-garde idea. I thought it was interesting, um, and that's where I was confused by this next part because, like I said, Adam's trying to show her this film, which is basically him saying look how weird I am. Uh, look, yeah. look at the weird yeah. shit that I'm into. Cause he's like at his yeah. apartment, he's got all kinds of like serial killer posters and knickknacks yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. And he's like, look how fucking weird I am. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. pure. Oh, you pure bitch. Look how, look how fucked up I am. Look at this movie I made. And so they go, they go to the room and start to make out. 
and uh, May actually gets turned on by all the cannibalism in the film. So she yeah. bites Adam on the lip and he bleeds. Well, no, and he what, 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 what she asked, which, well, you're, you're skipping the part uh, where she asks, when he asks her, what did he, what did she think of the film? She, re- she replies, it was sweet. Yeah, it was sweet. <laughs> oh may i wish you were real (laughs) yeah she said it was sweet (laughs) no and so she bites his lip to eat it essentially and he freaks the fuck out and leaves yeah because he says he he tells her uh previously i think it's before they go over to watch it's his place to watch it she says something about you know that she says herself like she's like i'm weird or something to the yeah. next and he goes oh i love weird yeah i love weird and then Definitely and then after the, yeah then after the lip biting she says uh you know he says something and she goes oh but you like weird and he goes not that weird yeah fuck you man yeah and that's what i was like get away from him man. He's uh, yeah good. that's what i'm saying like he's all talk man he's all talk um yeah. So, but yeah, once he leaves, she starts yelling at Susie, the doll. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which, of course, Adam hears and he's like, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Did they go back to. Did they go back to her place? I can't remember now. Yeah, this is at her place. I thought it was at his place for some reason. Mm -mm. This was at her place. Um, Okay. Anyways, so uh, not sure if there's anything else that I'm missing, but I know pretty much next she starts volunteering at a school for blind children, um, which is an odd, I think another weird just, hey, I need more shit to do. Um, So uh, she she remembers the blind children and uh, she thought there are people that won't see her for because all of her stuff is is because of her eye is um all external so i I, yeah my opinion is she thinks she can volunteer with blind kids because they'll be able to just get to see her you know get to know her for who she is not for what she looks like um and of course who does she gravitate towards in the the school for blind children she gravitates towards Petey, the meanest one the meanest (laughs) one who's making an ashtray yeah well well she's i mean that, that makes us say something else about the character you know that mm. she gravitates towards these people that you know want to treat just her sort like of she. use yeah yeah and use her and abuse her um but yeah i'm like oh my god she's making an ashtray i'm like i'm old enough that i remember making an ashtray in school uh, yeah, when I was a kid, yeah. but I didn't think that was yeah. still a thing in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we were doing it. I think we were doing it when I was in elementary school. So I don't know. So it's still it was still weird to see. It's weird now where we are to see that. Um, yeah. But uh, she makes her the clay ashtray with the name May pressed in it. Um, so later on, though, she since Adam's been mean to her right because adam left and is not answering her phone calls or anything like yeah. that um she decides to give in to polly's advances and starts a short affair which is my favorite moment of the whole movie <laughs> the lesbian yes. yeah yeah i love I wrote, it i wrote 
We sound like a couple of bros, but give us a fucking break. Yeah, people. give me a break, dude. It was hot, and I was just <laughs> but, like, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. I mean, Anna Ferris is very attractive. I think Angela uh, yep. Bassett, Bettis, find her very especially especially in this film. Yeah, uh, you know, like I just I said she was she was my that may have been that may have, that may have been the very first. Uh, lesbian love scene i'd ever seen up to that point but like I said, I was nice. <laughs> yeah and i was really sheltered yeah it was and it, I didn't, I didn't it was done really bad. well it was done really well i yeah. mean it wasn't overly perverted or anything like that it was done essentially yeah. like you know polly was not taking advantage like it, you know may gave into it may wanted it um i, yeah. I thought it was done really really well and you um, know so i and i wasn't afraid of it either as a kid because to me, this was a film. It wasn't pornography, so it was okay. Yeah. So, but she's still <laughs> obsessed with Adam. So she decides to, uh, Adam isn't calling her. And so she decides to go over to Adam's house and um, she overhears him talk about how he's glad he got rid of her. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah. What a jerk. Is this where we meet Adam's new girlfriend? <laughs> No, that is, I believe, you, I think we hear her. Oh, because that's, her that's Halloween night. Yes. Yes. That's right. Um. Anyways, so devastated, she goes over to Polly's house, you know, because uh, she wants, you know, basically she's going to go to her, her rebound, uh, but finds Polly with another girl named Ambrosia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Furthering May's grief, because now May again doesn't feel special. So she runs home and that damn cat refuses to come near her. So maybe comes enraged and throws Petey's ashtray at her, killing the cat and shattering the ashtray. Oh, is the dog, is the cat named Petey? I thought the little girl was named Petey. No, the girl is Petey. I said that she, she, the Lupe comes down and she throws Petey's ashtray that Petey made for her. You, we are skipping past the part though, man. They show, they show, uh, they show that girl's legs. Oh, they show her legs yeah. a, a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, those, are, those are some nice legs. And she's got perfect legs. Yeah. Yeah. I was mm, much better, I much her... better than old gorilla hands. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'll second that. Yep. But essentially, it's at this point, I think, where May has her breakdown. Yeah. At this point, well, she's. And, uh, we haven't mentioned that progressively through the film, the the case that uh, the doll's in is cracking. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's the glass cracking. is cracking. That's yes. right. Uh, she becomes delusional at this point. She's really believing that Susie the doll is talking to her. Um, but so she decides, which this is an odd move. This is an odd move. She decides to take Susie to school. Uh, and tells the blind children that Susie is her best friend. So here's 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 some kids that can't see anything. And here's a doll that's behind a glass case. So they can't even feel her. So I, yeah. I feel yeah. like it's weird. Um, so the well, children. I mean, it, it's just it just shows you how detached she is. Yeah. She has no social skills. She didn't think of that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so the children, they fight her, knock it down, and they take the doll out of the glass case. Glass shatters everywhere. Everybody, including the children, is just being broken by glass. The other volunteers just let this happen. Yeah, I I even wrote down, you know, I I remembered 
this is the scene that stuck out to me the most. Just like I said, it's been a while since I've last seen it, but I always remember this scene just because it's so. I I mean I I can't think of a better term, but it's just it's so messed up. Yeah, it, I mean because it's I mean it's like it's it it's slow. They slow the whole scene down, and you're just mm-hmm. watching these poor children. It's just, and you see May freaking out, and it's just a very uncomfortable scene. Yeah. Well, it, it just continues to stay uncomfortable from this point in the film. Yeah, this pretty is, much. This is where it stops being this kind of love story, this kind of drama, and slowly starts becoming the horror film that we've been waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I wouldn't call it a slow burn. It's definitely not a slow burn because the first half of the film is very interesting. Um, you like I said, yeah. you're very attached to May and what's going on in her life. Well, you're just it's it's leading to her inevitable breakdown. Yeah. Um, I mean that's that's yeah, you're just yeah, you're watching. So a her basically, in my opinion, um this the the doll being busted out of the glass has shattered her psyche. Yes. Um, she she scoops up the doll and runs home devastated. Um, she doesn't know what to do. Polly's gone. Adam's gone. The kids are gone. She's got nothing. Yeah. She's got even the cat's gone. She's got nothing. Um, so the following day, she meets this punk rock kid. <laughs> and this creeper asks her if she wants to get some candy with him. And she's like, yeah, of course. Yeah. I, of course I want to get candy. Yeah, and then they go to her apartment where he asks for some ice cubes for his nipples. For his nipples. A line me, a line me and Corey still use to this day. <laughs> <laughs> yep. She doesn't even really like him all that much, but she loves the tattoo on his arm. Which is Frankenstein, which if you yep. haven't guessed it by now, I've, I've even heard the filmmaker say this. This is a modern day take on the frankenstein yep story on the frankenstein story so he goes to the freezer to go get ice cubes for his nipples nipples yeah and that's where he finds the dead cat in there and calls may a freak so may freaks out herself stabs him in the head yeah like you do (laughs) like you do do. Mm-hmm. We've done uh, it time or two. Don't act, don't act, don't act all high and mighty stuff. Don't act all high and mighty. But anyway, she, she putting much thought into her future actions. She claims that she needs more parts. <laughs> yep, yep. I need more parts. And then Halloween comes around, um, in which she, you know, makes a pretty, you know, beautiful costume. Because one thing we forgot to say is she loves sewing. She makes her own. Yes. Co- she makes yeah. her own clothes and makes her own costumes. Uh, and things like that. Well, if I, you hadn't, if you hadn't have noticed, she, uh, the costume she's wearing, she has become the doll. Yeah, she's become the doll. I did notice that. Yeah, she's, she's, yeah, she's Susie. So it makes you wonder, is this May doing all of this or is this Susie? Ah, is it, is it a possession story? Boom, boom, boom. So anyways, yeah. So Halloween night, she dresses in a homemade costume resembling Susie. She adopts a normal personality and goes to Polly's house where she then slits her throat with a pair of surgical scalpels. That is that that is something I that I like yet again. Another thing I for uh, another thing I, I completely forgot uh, how she has that personality shift. Yeah. 
where she's like, you know, earlier she is not, and I'm not, this isn't to discredit the actress's performance or anything, but you know, she's the shy, awkward girl. She, mm -hmm. she, she talks real quiet. And, but then as soon as she, Halloween comes and she has that Susie costume on, she's very forward, mm -hmm. you know, which is how Susie always talked to her. Yeah. Which, and, yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. I think she's become Susie. Yeah never said or anything but I, I just i think that is um so later ambrosia shows up so may stabs her ass in the temples yeah which yeah. is a beautiful kill might be my favorite kill yeah with the, with the yeah i wrote down uh uh blood in the milk yeah blood in the milk yeah. very beautiful scene and we makes her do a little Right before she, uh, oh yeah, her, she makes it a little twirl. Yeah, let me see those legs. Let me see the yeah. legs. Uh, next, she visits Adam and his new girlfriend. His house. They're getting ready to uh, go to a Halloween party or whatnot, and uh, May takes them both out with the scalpels. She's she's quite adept with the scalpels, as we've seen yeah. in, in the veterinarian scenes. Yes, um, there was even a dog, if you'll remember, early. <laughs> You know, like there was a, a scene where she had to like help work on the dog because that guy kept coming in. He's like, I don't know what happened to his leg. <laughs> that, is, that is a funny scene. It's the weirdest thing. Uh, when, like, I, when I left, when I left, he had four, four legs. legs. <laughs> when I came back, three. He had three. <laughs> oh, I found the leg. <laughs> so weird. So, so weird, man. Um, but yeah, so she kills Adam and his girlfriend at his house, which uh, I think we all felt pretty good about that one. Uh, oh, yeah. Then, yeah. No love <laughs> lost there. No love lost there. And that's when we see her sewing and patchwork and, and all kinds of stuff. When you start to see her designing her new friend, which yeah. uh, is a life-size patchwork doll made of the punk's arms, Polly's beautiful neck ambrosia's legs adam's hands girlfriend's ears and lupe's fur for the hair <laughs> had to throw in the cat's hair had to get that in there. i did i have never i have never I, really so that she uses the hair that's the, the cat. cat's hair that's the cat's hair that's why I it's so weird i i've never noticed that mm -hmm. um the the weird one for me was i did it took me a minute because you know she's like she uses the remnants of the May ashtray to form an amigram, which she names the doll Amy. And I thought that was so yeah. weird. <laughs> I don't know why that that was yeah. one of the weirdest parts for me. <laughs> it just was weird. I was like, why are you naming? Like, why did you have to put it on there? Like, like it's wearing a name tag. Dude, she, she's got, she, May has gone bye-bye by this point. Oh, yeah. Well, then don't Still forget, alive. this is where the beginning of the movie comes back because she realizes that Amy has no eyes and can't see her. So she gouges out her lazy eye. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're also skipping the whole because, uh, you know, she's doing the whole, uh, you know, she's washing the body parts mm -hmm. off in the shower. and She's got that little shower cap on. Which <laughs> <laughs> is to me, I, that's always been one of the funniest scenes like. She can't get her hair wet. I think she may be smoking too. She almost. Oh yeah, like a, I'm pretty sure like she's smoking a, full time at this point. Yeah, uh, it reminds me of uh, that a uh, little thing that Carol Burnett. Yeah. The little <laughs> yeah. logo or whatever. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I mean, she's screaming and crying and bleeding and everything. And she puts that eye onto Amy's head and just begs Amy to look at her. Look at me. Yeah. And then just collapses on the bed next to the doll and caresses it. Um, And then as kind of like a last bit, the creation comes to life and brushes her face affectionately with Adam's gorilla hands. Oh, my God, dude. No joke. One of the eeriest endings of in all of cinema. Mm-hmm. All that, you know, because it doesn't, there's no music going on. No. I mean, you don't expect it. And then it just kind of happens. And then it ends. And you're almost like, what did I just watch? Yep. What did I just witness? <laughs> I don't know, but I loved it. I, I absolutely I, it loved was, it. It's great. Um, so yeah, you were right. May was given a limited theatrical release to nine theaters in North America. Um, it had only grossed $150,000 during its theatrical run, eventually grossing, including DVD sales, 634,000, but it had a budget of 1.7 million. So it got less, uh, about half, half back. Yeah. Like I said, I, I always remember it just being on DVD. Yeah. It was at, yeah. I mean, it was so, so weird too that we got it in our little uh, non franchise video store here in Taylorsville. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's where I first saw it. I mean, it won a I bunch of people. awards. I mean, it, won, it was, yeah. Uh, it won, she won Best Actress in the Brussels yeah. International Festival, um, Best Actress, Best Screenplay, Premiere Award, Best Actress, Best Film at, at a number of different um, film fests uh, and whatnot. Um, I just know, like I said, though, nobody talks about it anymore. Yeah, like I the... said, I've never heard of it. And, you know, we've got our ears to the ground. I'm, gl- I'm glad you had yeah. already heard of it, but uh, I'm surprised I hadn't. I mean, back in the early, what, 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 what is the quote? In the early knots? In the early knots, yep. Yeah, in the early knots, man, I I mean, everybody, it seemed like, you know, within the, you know, my mom wasn't saying, Lance, have you seen me? you know uh you know the everybody on the the whole internet and everything we were we were all talking about it we all loved me and it just just it seemed like it was this big movie for a while and then just through the years less and less people talk about it and i feel like i'm personally i feel like it should be up there among the best i i agree i uh, again i really really liked it um Critics liked it. I mean, yeah. there, there's not a lot of bad reviews for it. I mean, Roger Roger Ebert liked it, and he never he didn't like any horror film. Yeah, he gave it, hardly it. He gave it four stars out of four. Called it a horror yeah. film and something more and deeper, something disturbing yet oddly moving. He characterized the denouement as a final shot that would get laughs in another kind of film, but May earns the right to it, and it works, and we understand it. Yeah, I mean. Like yep. I said, he did, I mean, if he if he liked a horror film, <laughs> people usually took notice because he didn't like, you know. Yeah, he didn't usually like horror. Uh, even the Chicago Film Critics Association in 2006 named May uh, in the top 100 scariest films ever made in the 61st position. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't know why we're not talking about it more. Other, well, we're talking about it, obviously. We're doing a whole episode on it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, why are more people not i i don't get it yeah i don't know uh it's still it still holds up yeah 
I, I I loved it. I mean, I just have yeah. to say it. I highly recommend it. If you've listened to this and you didn't watch it yet, I still recommend even with us spoiling it, going and watching it because it's great. Yeah, it's exactly. a great Frankenstein film. Yeah. Um, and when, when, when we say it's like a modern day Frankenstein, I mean, don't be expected like lightning bolts and shit. Oh, you I know. know and or, Igor or and things Carla. like that. I mean, it's very, it's very... Wait, what's the word? It's very its own thing. It's, it's just better. It's better than the De Niro Frankenstein. That's for well. <laughs> I, I can think of a lot of things better than the De, the De Niro Frankenstein. I'm Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> wow. You want to you want to get shot in the? <laughs> oh gosh, but yes, it is. It's I don't know. I wish I wish it got talked about more. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying we need to like you know be putting it up on billboard well no maybe we could put it up on billboard but mm-hmm. i don't know i want to see i want to see midnight screenings of this i want to yeah. see this you like know. i said it, it needs a cult following it needs call and response like rocky horror picture show um, i don't know about that i i would love that for people to just be reciting lines while i'm watching it i'd be totally mm-hmm. down I don't know because there's See, some good I, there's I, some good lines in this, especially all of Anna Ferris's lines. <laughs> yeah, they're all yeah. quotable. Yeah, that thing she says about eating melons or something. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, yeah, Anna Ferris though, she's a good actress. I wish mm-hmm. she. I just feel like she's in a lot of bad stuff. She is, but this isn't one of them. I think she pigeonholed herself with that with the scary movies. You think so? Yeah. She was in that mom show, and I mean, she kind of. She, I mean, I've only caught a couple of episodes of it, but I mean, she kind of, she kind of branches out in that. But uh, she, I've know. seen her. She's done, she's done some more serious stuff, but she, she was, she, she was phenomenal. She was the, she was the yeah. number one, in my opinion, the best part of the movie next to Angela Bettis. So. Yeah, I, I called her Angela Bassett. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> completely I'm different sorry. actress. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I said, she was a. Uh, other boys were into Britney Spears and stuff. I was into May, so <laughs> that was my that was the poster on my wall. That was my dream girl. And with that, dear friends, we come to the end of another delightfully disturbing episode of Mysteries of the Dark. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you to the Fearscape Media Network, and thank you to Corey Adams and Ashley Jones Adams from Nothing Wrong for our musical theme. Yeah, ah! Ah! Lance, it's him! Now step in. Chin up. We are the Mistress of the Dark after all. <laughs> we face much graver dangers than this. Yes, I suppose you're right. <sighs> I am. Now, with that being said, go answer the door. What? What? Me? <laughs> well, you are the head mister. Oh, you hairless little bastard. Hello? Huh, Stefan! <laughs> it has been so long! Um, uh, why? Yes! Yes, 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 yes it has! Ah! Say, where's that little fellow that has no name? Why, um, uh, he's right 
there. <laughs> hey, hey, Lance. Oh, please, please, Stephen, just take him. Wasn't the Barnabas incident enough to quench your thirst for humiliation? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Barnabas doll thing. Listen, I just wanted to stop by and apologize to you both personally for some of the shenanigans you may have been victims of while we were kids. Apologize? Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. I left nowhere. I turned my whole life around. Went to Yale. Got a degree in liberal arts, and now I'm the head writer for the New York Post. <laughs> no, no kidding. <laughs> yep. Listen, while I'm here, I thought it'd be the noblest thing to do and gift you with this, Lance. A tickle me part of this Collins doll? Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. I knew how much you loved that doll, so say Question, how'd you end up getting that thing out anyway? That's not important. <laughs> That's not important right now, Steve. What is important is that after years of tears and fear, we can finally gift you with the noblest thing I can think of. Oh, gee whiz. What's that? Oh. <laughs> You're about to find out. Stefan? Bend him over. I am on it. What? What? Wait, wait. What are you doing? What? Oh, come now, what? Steve. You've heard the old saying, what? an eye for an eye, a doll for a doll. Ah! <laughs> what? Ah! Before we go, dear friends, I'll leave you with this. You never look good trying to make someone else look bad. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>